And Paul says, if you want to understand life, you need to understand this and you need to receive it. There's no way that you call yourself a Christian because you were born in a Christian culture. This is this takeaway nothing from the gospel. This takeaway from the pictures that you place on the gospel. You must receive it. And then he says, in which you stand. So not just that you receive the gospel. Not just that you receive the message of God's word, but you stand in it. Does it define the way you live your life? Or is it just in church? You know, when you go to church, when you meet the group, how does it define the way you, you look at your relationship with your wife? You look at your relationship with, with the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with until you hold the back of your It's not just 
greatness. Jesus' crucifixion is to make you ruler, is to make you strong, is to give you authority that will see you if you truly believe it. You will pray for the sick and they'll be healed. You will share the gospel and people will get saved. You will look at your life circumstances and you will say, The ruler of God says this because Jesus is alive. And I tell you, circumstances will listen to Jesus. Circumstances will not define you. That's the sickness in the church world today. Even though culture is okay to go on holiday four weekends in a row, and every now and then you just get to go by going to church. Okay, you guys know this is my, listen, please just be a mic every now and then. Okay, this is just. Right. 
place where you can find forgiveness for your sins. The cross, the cross is the place where you find life to live in this world. Because he died, my sins can be forgiven. Because he died, I can live. One Corinthians 15 verse 3 says, He was raised on the third day. It's all about his resurrection. This is what today is all about. Because he rose from the dead, it proves that he's exactly who we see he was. And everything is what he said about him. If you notice as we read through 1 Corinthians 15, Paul is writing, he says, as a first importance, uh, while I also received that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. And he was buried, and he was raised from on the third day, according to the scriptures. Speaking to a friend of mine while back, he made a commitment. He says, if you read seven chapters of the Bible every day of the year, you can read through the Bible twice in a year. Who's read through the Bible once in a year? Can we take this? Can we take this? And then, if you read seven chapters a day, you can read through the Bible twice in a year. He said, every single problem that you're facing, you have the opportunity to get the answer for that problem at the very least twice. The scripture is powerful. The scripture is powerful. Friends, when you touch the word of God, you touch Jesus Himself. You don't touch God's Son, you touch God and the Son. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. When you read the Bible, I guarantee you, if you read the Bible once every year, the biggest problem that you have, you will find at least once the Bible addresses that exact problem. That's how powerful the Lord Don't go to a problem faithless. Go with the Lord. Have a nice. We all have to go because he rose from the dead, he proved that he's exactly who he said he was, and everything the scripture said about him. There are many of the prophecies about Jesus in the Old Testament that prophesied about Jesus, and that people said that they find Jesus is just a man that knew about the world, and he started acting out what he knew about the Old Testament. Show me a baby that defines the very things we do. It's a very early start for study. Very, very, very soft. It was prophesied about very It was prophesied about the humble beginnings. There's so many things that was prophesied over Jesus in the Old Testament that the fulfillment in his life is statistically impossible. It was just a man that could be enough. And you know the last thing? When he rose from the dead,
that we can go through this message because we live this. We can arise. We can live. This is try to make this What are the fears that you are dealing with today? Every single one of us have things, we have obstacles, we have things that you know you need to deal with. Where are you going to find the power to overcome is to take them to the cross. And say, this is me and God. But don't just take them to the cross, take them to the kitchen and show them, okay, you in relation to the kitchen is I'm going to do this. Because he rose from the dead, every single promise he made pertaining our lives are true. We have a hope that is anchored beyond even death. Because he rose from the dead, we can rise from the dead. Not even death can change it. Paul said, Death, where is your sin? Lord, bring your biggest. Self-protection is X, Y, Z. This is how self-protection is in my life. I need to lock down. 
Und zu Lockdown macht man es, ist ein zu Lockdown und man schaut, man ist nicht so durchgewachsen, wenn man Schüler mit allen geht, mit allen muss man schauen, wie muss es kommen, wie muss es kommen, wie ist es denn da? Wie Gott ist es denn da? Wie Gott ist es denn da? Instead of walking down, I'm going to go to the lockdown. I'm going to try to make you feel stupid. Wear your masks, be wise, wash your hands, do your favorite things to you. But let that define your life. Let that define your life. Not fear. Let that give you a hope. That with the little pictures out, you have some firepower to overcome. You have the returns. You hold that hands for a second, they will become. Friends, God's calling us. And if you go if you go out from east into acts, if you do yourself a fire, read now, you can read Luke, you can read the read the last couple of chapters of Luke. The same writer of Luke is the writer of Acts. Continue reading what he says. Then the Holy Spirit came upon these disciples, and the world was changed, and we are the fruit of their belief of what is of physical force. The fact that Christ died for us in the nation of death. This is what he celebrated. And this is why, like the disciples, when they encountered Jesus after his resurrection, the only thing they did was they fell asleep and they worshipped him. Friends, I have a lot to share with you this morning. But the word used in the Gospels for the encounter with Jesus, when they saw him and he rose from the dead, is the word they worship him, is the word proskunio. Proskunio, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, so I can't pronounce it correctly. But that is the only word for worship used for God, for an encounter with God. Between God and man. When the disciples saw Jesus risen from the dead, their response was worship between them and God. There's a different type of worship. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The word serve is also a word for worship. But it actually means taking our chairs, it means making food, it means it's a practical, it's a public worship. There's another word for worship which homologia. It talks about the corporate worship. It's when we worship God together. That is why church is important. But the word for worship that I want to concentrate on today is prosumian. Is when you see God, you will prosumian. That is an incredibly intimate moment. Just between you and God. It has nothing to do with people around you. It has nothing to do with where you act, with what's happening. God, Jesus. That's Christina. And that's why today you're going to have a moment, and I trust that there will be a moment like that, where we can sing the songs that we sing in the spirit of Christina. You can move away from the people. If you need space around you, Stand in the back and be alone. Because we worship you, God, the Son, who rose from the dead. And because he rose from the dead, we will rise from the dead and we will spend eternity with God. And then we will pursue you 